0: So here we are a couple of weeks into this new year and like me, you may find yourselves wondering, asking uh, what will this new year be like? How will it unfold? Will it be a year of setbacks, disappointments, or will it be a year of happiness and good things? What are you seeking in this new year? That's the question Jesus asked those two disciples of John who started following him in today's gospel lesson. Jesus asked them, what are you seeking? Who are you looking for? What do you want? What are you after? Today as we begin our focus in this epiphany season of serving Jesus, living in community, being SJLC 2017, we're going to look at this through the lens of this theme of it's all about Jesus. And of course, it is all about Jesus. It's always all about Jesus, and if it isn't, and it starts becoming all about us, then there's a problem somewhere. So, our congregation, our gathering, our discipling, our managing, our inviting, our joining Jesus on his mission, it is all about Jesus today, tomorrow, and every day in this new year and for all time. So with all of these things in mind, the message for today based on those words of Jesus in that gospel lesson is entitled, What Are You Seeking? May the Lord's rich and abundant blessing rest upon the preaching and the hearing and the living of his word for Jesus' sake. That question uh, of Jesus is a good one. The two disciples of John the Baptist, they suddenly shift their alliance from John over to Jesus. After John had said about Jesus, behold the Lamb of God, those two peel off and they start following Jesus. So the banners behind us do tell that story from the Christmas angel to the epiphany star to the descending dove and there's John with his arm over Jesus in the Jordan River baptizing him. And as we heard in that gospel lesson for today, John then says of Jesus, behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, which we see depicted on that baptismal altar plaque. Those two disciples are seeking, but do they really know what it is they are seeking, what they are looking for? And I don't think they really did. And so Jesus asks this clarifying question, what are you seeking? Well, this may seem like sort of a duh question to us, but then we stand this side of that whole narrative. We know how it comes together. Jesus' life and ministry, his suffering and death and resurrection, his dying, his rising for us and for our salvation. But those first disciples did not know that. They didn't know how all of this would come together. They didn't know how that narrative would end. In the course of his earthly life and ministry, Jesus often asked such clarifying questions. What are you seeking or something similar? On his way into Jerusalem, Jesus is met and passes by a blind beggar named Bartimaeus. And Bartimaeus, hear all of the hubbub going by and the big entourage passing by, shouts out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And the people around him tell him to be quiet, but he keeps shouting all the more. And finally, Jesus puts the brakes on the big procession. He stops and has Bartimaeus brought up to him. And then he asks him, What do you want me to do for you? Well, isn't that kind of a big duh question too? Isn't it obvious? The blind man wants to see again. And we would too. But that clarifying question is very important. What is it that you want? Because not everybody who is in need who has some kind of malady who is in some sort of distress not everybody wants to be rescued not everybody wants to be made whole again not everybody knows what they want or what they are seeking hence Jesus question what are you seeking do you know what you are seeking as we gather here in the house of the Lord today do you know are you seeking like Bartimaeus healing restoration or are you seeking comfort and peace are you looking for strength and courage to face some something whatever it may be that is before you whatever need We may have whatever circumstance may be before us. It really is all about Jesus. All of these needs, all of these circumstances point us to something bigger than ourselves, something outside of ourselves. They point us to him who is the light of the world the Lord Jesus, in whom we do have healing and new life, in whom we have forgiveness and restoration, in whom we have comfort and peace and strength and courage. But how often do we wanna go it alone? How often do we wanna self-help, self-diagnose and do a quick fix on our own for our own situation? I got this, Lord, I got this, I'll do it myself. Like my kids when they were little. Anybody who's ever had kids hears those words frequently, right? I do it myself, (laughs) right? And we all said that when we were little, I do it myself, God. Hmm. Why do we do that? Instead of tapping into the ultimate power and source of all blessing in the universe, we wanna go it alone. Why? Too proud to admit that we need help from someone else, from the Lord? Or are we too ashamed of something in our lives, thinking that God won't help because God's angry with me, Or maybe God doesn't care at all about what's going on in my life. These are things that we feel. And because we feel them, we think that that's how God feels about us. But the truth of the matter is that our feelings are not always an accurate barometer of how God feels about us. If we want to know, God's disposition toward us, what God feels about us, then we need to go into what God says to us in his word, the written word, the scriptures, which make known to us the living word, the word made flesh, the Lord Jesus Christ himself. And this written word, as well as the word made flesh, Jesus, God's son, say to us, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, your sin and mine. The Lamb of God who has come to bear our griefs and carry our sorrows, the Lamb of God who was pierced for our transgressions and crushed for our iniquities, the Lamb of God by whose wounds we are healed. No matter where we've been in life, no matter what we've been seeking in life, the good news is that Jesus, the Lamb of God has come to seek us. And whether we realize it or not, this is what we, deep within our heart, are seeking. And it is all about Jesus. As we move into this epiphany focus, serving Jesus, living in community, what are you seeking? for yourself as an individual through all of this? What are we seeking as a, as a congregation? What are we seeking for the community around us? What's the purpose behind all this? What's it all about? It's all about Jesus, to be Jesus, to be Christ, to our neighbor. And in this week ahead, we have some spectacular opportunities to do this, including today. After this service, we are gonna reassemble here, go over to St. Mark's Lutheran Church on Backlick Road in Springfield and assemble 500 sandwiches for some so others might eat an organization that addresses hunger and homelessness in the world around us for all ages from little kids to senior adults we can use everybody's help and we're going to do that get the 500 theme in this 500th anniversary of the reformation right that's what we'll do today because it's all about jesus at the same service we're going to commission uh, people from our congregation and beyond to serve in haiti in jesus name in the week ahead they'll be leaving uh, o Dark hundred wednesday morning be gone for about a week returning down to haiti to see what good we can do in Jesus' name there, assembling a whole bunch of supplies for the Village of Hope School and the Little Children of Jesus Orphanage, because it's all about Jesus. And let me tell you, having been there last year, you receive much more than you give in this venture. At the end of the week, Next Friday, January 20th, we'll be welcoming our much anticipated refugee family. That's when they're due to arrive a little bit earlier than what we had originally hoped for. Uh, But now we're getting things put into place through our sponsor team, working hard behind the scenes to get housing and everything ready for them, praying, that all of this really will be about Jesus. And that is what it's all about. Whatever good we're permitted to do, it's all about Jesus. As he came to love and serve others, that is our same calling today. I would refer you to the Welcome Center out in the narthex where you can get information, including a prayer tent, how you can be praying day by day for our Haiti servant team. You can sign up at that welcome center for move day next Friday, anticipating the arrival of our refugee family. It's all about Jesus. I'd like to go back to the opening words of this sermon wondering how this new year will unfold, what it will hold. Inauguration Day is in the week ahead. As you know, next Friday, January 20th. And we're all wondering, what will our president-elect and his administration look like? What will the next year hold? And not just next year, but the next four years. What will this look like for our nation under our new president? What will the future hold? Regardless of where we are on the political spectrum, regardless of what political party you may be affiliated with, the word of God is clear to us as Christian citizens of this or any other state where we may be we are called to pray for our leaders. We may not always like them. We may not agree with them. We may be opposed to what they stand for. But if Paul the Apostle can encourage Christian believers in the first century to pray for and be subject to the state and by the way, that would have been the Roman Empire under Nero of all people, then we are called to do the same in our own generation. You see, as Christian citizens of this nation in which we live, we are called to be the hands and the feet and the mouth of Jesus to do good in his name. So what are you seeking? Paul the apostle tells the young pastor Titus what we should be seeking in this regard. He writes to Titus, remind the believers to be submissive to rulers and authorities, to be obedient, to be ready for every good work, to speak evil of no one, to avoid quarreling, to be gentle, and to show perfect courtesy toward all people. This is just as appropriate today as it was some 2000 years ago when Paul first wrote them. If as Christian citizens, we are seeking these things then the Lord will indeed be glorified in us and through us. If we are seeking these things, then people will be blessed and not cursed. If we are seeking these things, the year ahead will by God's grace truly be a year of grace and blessing for us all. May God make it so for Jesus' sake, amen.